Tuesday. Selected readings from the book of Matthew. In the morning, as he was returning to the city, he became hungry. And seeing a fig tree by the wayside, he went to it and found nothing on it but only leaves. And he said to it, May no fruit ever come from you again. And the fig tree withered at once. Jesus said to the Pharisees, Truly I say to you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes go into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even when you saw it, you did not afterward change your minds and believe him. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you clean the outside of the cup and the plate, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. You blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup and the plate, that the outside also may be clean. Jesus's preaching ministry was incredibly active on Tuesday. In fact, Matthew devotes over four chapters to the sermons of Jesus given on this day. On Tuesday morning, Jesus taught several parables that incited the Pharisees and Jewish leaders to intense anger. Next on Jesus's plate was a heated debate with the same Pharisees and spiritual leaders on multiple different points. These men were trying to trap Jesus that he might reveal himself as an imposter messiah. Jesus then gave seven dark woes of judgment on the spiritual leaders of Israel in their very own presence, inciting them further. Knowing that the spiritual building of the temple was the most important building in all of Jewish history, Jesus ends this day by publicly declaring that the temple will be destroyed, but built again in three days. And though the temple would indeed be destroyed in AD 70, he was metaphorically speaking of his body, the true temple, the very presence of God that would be killed and then three days later be raised to life. Finally, toward the end of the day, Jesus preached a sermon about the end times. It is dark and it is scary and it tells of God's judgment on unbelievers implying that the spiritual leaders of Israel would be judged for their sin and leadership. During Holy Week, let's be clear, though the crowds were loving him at the beginning of the week, the spiritual leaders of Israel are setting their faces to kill Jesus and end this imposter once and for all. Village Church, Jesus is no victim. The Gospels say multiple times that Jesus set his face toward Jerusalem. Our Savior was resolute on going to Jerusalem, fulfilling prophecy, inciting religious leaders, and dying on a cross. At any moment, Jesus had both the power and the authority to stop this insanity, but he insisted on the cross. Why? First, the cross was the plan that the Father, Son, and Spirit prepared in eternity past. 
This plan was the single greatest way to simultaneously give God the most glory and also pay for the sins of all who would trust in Jesus. Second, why did Jesus insist on the cross? Because he loves you. Though the verse is cliche to many, it's profoundly fitting here. John 3, 16 and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Let me pray for you. Thank you, God, for your incredible and faithful love toward us. In eternity past, Father, Son, and Spirit, you prepared a plan that would give you the most amount of glory and ensure that anyone who placed their faith in Jesus would have their sins covered once and for all. Father, I want to thank you for Jesus that you loved us so much that you gave your son for us in our place. Jesus, thank you that you are no victim, but you willingly went to the cross to pay for our sins in our place. We are reminded that you resolutely set your face to Jerusalem to die because this was the plan. And so on behalf of all my brothers and sisters, I say thank you for doing for us that which we could never do for ourselves. Father, would you give us awe and gratitude at who you are and what you have done for us? We love you, we thank you, and we pray all of this in Jesus' name, amen.